How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. And uh, welcome to the show. Welcome to the Hurricane Hotline. Big show coming up. First hour devoted to University of Miami basketball with Hurricanes head coach Jim Laranega, who we welcome to the show. Coach, good evening to you. Hello, Joe. I was listening to uh, your play, uh, the play-by-play. Sam Wardenberg, what was it? Harmony between his wrist and the ball? Yeah, how about I that one? I love it. <laughs> Beautiful. He, uh, he really shot the ball. Well, you did an impersonation of him in the locker room after the game, but how about that shot and how about his performance? He was sensational at both ends of the court. I don't know if he gets enough credit for guarding Baycott the yeah. way he did. Denying him the ball, fronting him, blocking him out. You know, Baycott had scored 29 and 29 in his last two games. And uh, I think he, he same outscored him in the first half, something like 17 to 3. Yeah. Had him, uh, you and I talked about it a little bit in your office before the game that Baycott had had a tendency of getting frustrated early in games, and I think uh, your defense was spectacular and it frustrated him and their entire team. Well, our, our defense, we, we know we have some shortcomings, you know, and we have to find ways to overcome them. We're not a big, strong, physical, bulky-type team. We don't have guys who play with their back to the basket a lot. What we do have is a group of guys who play very well together. We have a series of guards, Charlie Moore, Isaiah Wong, uh, Cam McGusty, Jordan Miller, uh, Bensley Joseph, Wilga Poplar, who are very athletic, very good at creating shots for themselves or somebody else. And then they throw the ball to Sam Wardenberg, and he just gets it to them. Sam is setting great screens and throwing great passes. So... It's been a, a fun ride. Uh, we've won, I think, 10 of 11. And uh, we got a big game Saturday, 2 o'clock, against the Florida State Seminoles, who ended our nine-game winning streak a week ago. Yeah. Uh, I want to get to your winning streak or what you've been able to accomplish here in a moment. I'm going to do the right math. But you mentioned the screens set by Sam, and I noticed Isaiah kind of maybe out of the corner of his eye uh, in particular in the first half, looking for those screens. He would just step behind Sam and got a really nice look and ended up with 25 points. He nearly had a double-double last night. 25 points, 8 rebounds. Yeah. Cam McGusty, 20 points and 10 rebounds. When our guards rebound the ball like that, we can compete with those bigger teams because our big guys can do 
a good job of blocking them out. By the way, I think if we go back to the end of last year, uh, in your last 11 ACC games, you're now 9-2. and 6-1 and one this year, but in your, in your last 11, you're 9-2. and two. So this was, maybe this was percolating at the end of last year. I don't know, but 9-2 and two in the last 11. I know last year doesn't count for this year or if there's any carryover. But I guess my point is, uh, in league play here, you've been very consistent now for the last uh, year or so. Well, what I would say, and, and this is a credit to our new guys, so we had Isaiah and Cam back, but we had two really critical players, Sam Wardenberg and Rodney Miller, who were hurt all last season. And we didn't know if we'd have them back or not. They came back. They got themselves healthy. Rodney, unfortunately, got hurt again, but Sam has been terrific, and he's been healthy. And we got him some rest uh, last week after the – Florida State game, so he has lots of energy. And we have two transfers who have fit in so beautifully, Charlie Moore and Jordan Miller. Uh, they're, they're playing at a very high level. And Jordan Miller, he doesn't get enough credit for his defense and his rebounding. Yeah. And then our, our three freshmen have been terrific in practice. And then Bensley Joseph and Wugapapa have been very important key subs, along with Anthony Walker and Dan Gack. So it's really a total team effort, Joe. The guys uh, also uh, enjoy playing with each other, and they embrace your game plan. Did you think your your game plan was going to work as beautifully as it did, especially on the defensive end? You had another game of 10 steals. That's four straight. Well, that's the that's the concept that, okay, we're not a great rebounding team. Can we force some turnovers so we don't have to compete quite as hard on the defensive backboards? There's only three ways to get the ball. One of them is very bad. The other team scores. A three, a layup, a free throw. We don't want that. The second best, or the best, is you don't even give them a shot. That You steal the ball. You force a turnover. And the last is you get a defensive rebound. And that's a weakness because, as I said, we're not nearly as big as the other teams. Right. So we forced some turnovers. We got some key steals early in the game. The first time they tried to go to Baycott, Charlie Moore got the steal. The second time they went to him, Isaiah Wong got the steal. The third time they went to him, uh, Jordan Miller took a charge. So three turnovers, no points for Baycott. Every time they went to him. Let me ask you this one. I, I heard this word used about your team last night. You were sharp. And then uh, I know in the post game, you also had mentioned, okay, we had Miami had some time off. Carolina had kind of the quick turnaround. But how proud were you of your team that you were able to use that time off wisely and it paid off in a sharp performance? Well, you know, the time off, you think, oh, you practiced a lot. No, we rested a lot. Because these guys, like uh, my star, our starting five, they, they're averaging over 30 minutes apiece. And, and that's challenging for any player, uh, especially when you're going against a guy who's bigger than you. So you look at, like, like uh, last night, Baycott weighs about 240. Sam Wardenberg weighs about 215, like 25 pounds difference. And then uh, Jordan Miller 
is 6'6", 200, and uh, Brady Manick is like 6'10", 235. So he's got him by four inches and and uh, 30 pounds or more. So that's what I'm saying. They wear you down. Right. And uh, our guys have been doing a great job of helping each other, forcing some turnovers. You uh, you talked about Charlie Moore earlier today, and he said he has been to you what Chris Paul was to Wake Forest. And that's a pretty, pretty tall compliment for Charlie Moore. I just love the way he's playing. I, I think Chris Paul uh, is one of the premier point guards in ACC history. And he led his team to a national ranking, number one in the country uh, during his time there. Uh, but what I was saying about, about Charlie in comparison to Chris Paul is Chris Paul was a catalyst. He, he scored the ball. He passed the ball. He defended the ball. He rebounded the ball. He stole the ball. He just did so many things well. And, and Charlie only had seven points last night and four assists and uh, a couple of steals. If you watch the game, the number of plays that he just created, just just terrific. I, I just love coaching him, and I love watching him play. I think he's a true basketball player. It's funny because at DePaul last year, he had 17 steals. Going into last night's game, he had 35 steals for the University of Miami. So... He has really embraced that part of, uh, of the game, the defensive part of the game, and uh, taking the ball away. And then, as you mentioned, setting his teammates up. And I think it just gets better and better and better in every game. Well, you get better as you you work towards improving. When we started this summer, we we implemented what we call the scramble defense, which means we're going to press the ball and trap the ball different ways, different times, and against different opponents. And uh, what's been great uh, is is uh, Charlie is so good at it. He, he really sets the stage with, it, with his uh, on-ball defense and then his anticipation. I, I think Carolina last night, besides Baycott, they were counting on uh, a big night from R.J. Davis, who had scored 21 against Georgia Tech, and Caleb Love, who was the, the Gatorade Player of the Year in Missouri coming out of high school, and then Leaky Black, who doesn't score but is an excellent defender, being kind of the X factor maybe on on Isaiah or Cam. But, my goodness, you got you hit him with that 16-2 run or 14-0 run, and I think you, you crushed their confidence and their strategy. Well, I, I watched the game uh, last night when we got home after I watched Duke and Florida State, which was a, a sensational yeah. game. Uh, those are two high-level teams. We've played them both. We beat Duke by two and lost to Florida State by one. Now we got to play them again on Saturday at two. Uh, we hope we'll have a, a good crowd on hand. Um, but Carolina is extremely gifted offensively. And to see the job that Cam Augusti did guarding Caleb Love, that Sam Wardenberg did guarding Baycott, that Charlie did guarding R.J. Davis, those, those are high-level players being guarded at a high level. And we were very, very fortunate. 
the score, the, the, the announcers were saying, hey, it's 17, but if, if Carolina can cut it to 14 or 12 in the last two minutes, uh, they'll be in good shape for the second half. Instead, we went on a 10-0 run and led by 27. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was it was just uh, – it, well, it was the worst loss for them in 10 years. And uh, as I mentioned before, you're, 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 you are the only team in the ACC with three wins by 15 over them and the only one in the league with uh, wins of tw- two wins of 20 or more over them. It's incredible. Yeah, we won by 20, 26 in 2013, and 28 last night. You know, teams don't do that to North Carolina. No. Our players had a great mindset going into this game. We were well-rested. We were well-prepared. My assistants did a great job of not only coaching the players, but coaching me. Uh, Chris Caputo always telling me about, hey, this is what has worked against Carolina in the past. And then Bill Courtney saying, hey, this is how we score against their their defenses. And both guys were on time and on target. And it's like a good pass. It's mm-hmm. got to be on time and on target so the guy can shoot effortlessly, which is what Sam Wardenberg did last night. Uh-oh. And when you have a good game plan, then it's it's up to the players to execute it. And our guys did that from start to finish. Uh, I know there's been a lot of discussion that you kind of stay out of about the top 25. You'll appreciate this, I think. Uh, I saw Packer and Durham this morning. You've been on their show. And Packer mentioned, well, in this net, in the NCAA net, going into the game, you were 82nd in the net. And Packer said... 82nd there cannot be 81 teams better than the University of Miami he said what's who's in the net the NBA and the G League <laughs> yeah and 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 Joe those those are computer rankings right and the what you ask the computer to give back to you it will give you very accurately and one of the things the net values far more than, than the other computer rankings is uh, point spread. So we beat Duke by two. We beat Syracuse by one. That's not as good as someone beating a team by 25. That's no good. Right. Your, your point differential is, is what the net values a lot. And certainly that means nothing to me. Because it, that depends on how good your opponent is that night. And if you play bad teams, you can beat teams by 25 and 30. If you're scheduling teams that are, uh, let's say, in the bottom 100. Well, here's what I know with my eyes, and some of the uh, experts need to uh, open their eyes. You have one of the best quarterbacks in college basketball and two of the best shot makers in, uh, in, in Isaiah and Cam Augusti because they can really go get a shot. Well, I, I love the way Cam and, and Isaiah are playing. Uh, they, they score the ball. They share the ball. They defend the ball. Last night they rebounded the ball. You know, when your guards are getting 10 and 8 rebounds, I mean, that's what when big guys get 10 or 8, everybody raves about them. These are guys. These are guys that are six three and six five. That neither one of them even weighs two hundred pounds. So for them to 
to score the ball and rebound the ball at that level and and shoot a very high percentage as well. Uh, that's, those guys are playing great. Yep. Uh, let me ask you this about the ACC. We talked about this a little bit. Maybe the ACC kind of dug themselves a little bit of a, of a trench in the um, uh, pre in the in the non conference. Maybe not winning as many games as they normally would. But one of the things about the ACC is uh, it's one of the more transient leagues this year, probably because of transfer portal, but primarily because it's the league that usually has the best talent, and the talent is coming and going in a hurry. That's exactly right. Uh, we had 57 uh, seniors who, who graduated, and we have 57 uh, new players coming in. You know, they, um, a half of everybody's roster is new, including our own. Joe, look at the new guys that we have. And when I say new, guys who did not play last year. So start with Sam Wardenberg and Rod, Rodney Miller. They didn't play last year. You add our two transfers, uh, Charlie Moore, uh, uh, Jordan Miller. That's four. Add our three freshmen, Bensley Joseph, Wooga Poplar, Ja'Kai Robinson. That's seven of our 14 guys, seven of our 12 scholarship players did not play for us last year. We had to build a bond and a chemistry and a trust with these guys and my coaches have done a great job, and the players, especially, I'll say, uh, the, the the starting unit has done a great job of just blending their talents. And, and when you get into league play, every night you are going to run into probably an NBA player and probably somebody who is a really, really, really good coach. Well, when we played Duke... <laughs> Uh, is the winningest coach in college basketball history in, in Mike Krzyzewski. Their starting lineup is probably the number one player going to be chosen in Paolo Bancaro. Then they have Mark Williams, who's 6'11". They have, have uh, Trevor Keels, who's going to be a first-round draft pick. And, and they have Wendell Moore, who's a first-round draft pick. That's four NBA players. And then add the guy that was hurt that just came back, A.J. Griffin, He's probably a first-round draft pick. That's five NBA guys. <laughs> now, what you have to remember is they're young. Right. So they need experience, and they're getting it. And they lost a very tough one to Florida State last night in overtime by one when Florida State does did what it does. It blocked the game-winning shot. Their seven-foot freshman, Butler, blocked the shot. And when you talk about NBA talent, you got to include – Florida State in that. Right. They've had so many NBA guys. Uh, and, and uh, you know, Terrence Mann is with the Los Angeles Clippers. My son is coaching him. My son's the assistant coach with the L.A. Clippers. And they also have Patrick Williams and Scotty Barnes and uh, a host of other guys that are playing in the NBA. So Leonard Hamilton has built himself a powerhouse of a, a program. And now, Joe, maybe you can go back in history. When's the last time after six or seven games that Florida State and Miami were 1-2 in the ACC uh, rankings? Oh, my. Yeah, I don't know that that's ever happened, to be honest with you. 
I don't. I don't think that's ever happened. Um, maybe they won the title one year, and Miami won. You won the title the next year, but in the same season, going one and two. I don't think uh, the Blue Bloods have been uh, upset like that, perhaps in the history of their league. And so that's why this game on Saturday is uh, so important. Miami, Florida State, uh, one and two. Great for the state of Florida. Great for the ACC. Great for the University of Miami. We'll talk about it. I know you're going uh, uh, recruiting here tonight. We have to take a quick commercial break, then we'll do one more segment. Is that okay? Yeah, that's great. I'm on the road recruiting, as you know. Okay. Whatever you need, Joe. All right, we'll take a break. We'll come back another segment with University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega as we continue right here on the Hurricane Hotline. Now back to Hurricane Hotline on the home of the U. AM 560 and FM 96.5 HD2 WQAM. Driven by Williamson Cadillac. For value, style, and performance, visit Miami's premier luxury dealership. Click WilliamsonCadillac.com now. Here's Don Bailey Jr. and the voice of the Hurricanes. Joe Zagaki. Happy to welcome you back to the show. Joe Z and University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega. Saturday, Miami and Florida State. 2 o'clock tip-off. We'll be on the air at 1.30. Probably the last time Miami were 1-2, and two, Coach, was in football in 1991 or 92. <laughs> wow. Yeah, I, I know it. we probably haven't been 1-2 and two at this far along in the season. Uh in basketball since I came to Miami 11 years ago. But the two teams are very evenly matched in terms of quality. We have quality players, and so do they. They have more. They're so deep, Joe. Their bench, the last time we played them, outscored our bench 25-0. So, uh, but our bench has done a good job. They did a good job last night at 10 points. And uh, every guy that came in really did a good job at the defensive end. Um, before I jump more into Florida State, in the first half last night you shot 58%. Carolina shot 22%. You led the game for 36 minutes and 42 seconds. But when you go into the locker room up 27 points or whatever it was, what, what do you say to your team? Well, the message is we played a great first half. But that's only 20 minutes. The game is 40 minutes long. And our challenge right now is to be consistently good at both ends of the court. And we need to go out and play the second half the way we did the first half, with a a real focus on defensive pressure and, and making them miss and offensively continuing to share the ball and trust each other. And, and we did that, Joe. Everybody did it. Yeah, uh, I should mention. I, I wanted to mention this in uh, in your first seven years here. The only teams that had a better record inside the ACC were North Carolina, Duke, and Virginia. And of course, you uh, were were very competitive against all three, uh, handing them handing those teams defeats. And I know this is kind of early in your uh, rebuild with this team, but you feel like now. Uh, with the recruiting and the way your team is playing, that uh, you're starting to get back to where you were. Yes, I think that's exactly right. We're moving in in a great direction. Um, We're not there totally yet. We still have some room for improvement, and that'll come in the uh, spring recruiting. But we had a great fall recruiting class with four terrific high school players, Christian Watson, a 6'6 guard, uh, Danilo, 
Jovanovich, a 6'8 wing. Uh, A.J. Casey, a 6'9 athlete, shooter, 3'4 man. And then uh, Fava Airy, 6'10 center. So four terrific recruits, but we still have two more scholarships, and we're going to look for two transfers, hopefully the likes of a Charlie Moore and a, and a Jordan Miller. Mm-hmm. But Jordan Miller will be back, and Bensley Joseph and Wilga Poplar are back. So um, hopefully uh, we're headed in the right direction, and, and with a couple of uh, transfers, we'll be back at it next year, hopefully knocking on the door of an ACC championship. Uh, I wanted to talk to you about your two freshmen that are playing right now. And uh, sometimes I don't get caught up in some of their recruiting hype, but Bensley Joseph from Arlington, Massachusetts, went to Putnam Science Academy. He was, th- this is what caught my eye and it stayed with me, he was the number one player in the state of Connecticut. And and you got him to come to Miami, which I thought was pretty darn good. And then uh, Wuga. Uh, Wuga was a three-time All-State pick in Pennsylvania and was one of the top players not only in the state of Pennsylvania, but one of the top players in Philadelphia, and you got him to come down here. Uh, that That's impressive, and that shows, I think, the credibility of your program when you get the number one player in the state of Connecticut. I mean, they played pretty good basketball in Connecticut. Well, those all three freshmen, including Ja'Kai Robinson in that recruiting class, um, first of all, Bensley is basically from Boston and played in a very tough uh, area in Boston. So he is he is a real competitor. He's such an upbeat, smiley, happy person. His personality is what attracted us to him, his competitive spirit. And uh, he has come in and now gives quality rest to Charlie more and to Isaiah Wong. Wooga, who uh, had his jersey retired at his high school, he's the all-time leading scorer. He was unstoppable in high school. He's going to uh, elevate his game as he gets a little bit more understanding of the X's and O's. He's like our, our next coming of Isaiah Wong. What you see this year is not nearly as good as you're going to see next year when he's in the starting lineup and averaging 20 points and 10 rebounds. He is, he's a terrific prospect. And then Ja'Kai Robinson, we're redshirting him this year because he's behind all these terrific guards, but he's a really good competitor and a terrific defender. He's from New York, but he played high school basketball in Washington, D.C., and, uh, we we love what he's capable of doing. You know, I think uh, one of the things uh, I've seen in college basketball this year, uh, maybe I'm wrong, but it feel I feel like because you have um, an older game, you have two older players on your team in uh, Charlie and Cam Augusti. There are some older players in the league and older players in the game. Do you think the quality of play is a little bit better because of the older players? Well, I'll say this. I think because of the young players, there's a little inconsistency early in the season. Mm -hmm. But as the season progresses, the older players really become the dominant force. Uh, Those guys have the experience. They have the physical, mental, and emotional maturity. And they, like, like 
Charlie Moore and Cam Augusti, they really know how to play the college basketball game. And the, the reason I say it that way is because there's so many different styles of play in college. If you watch an NBA game, they almost all run the same offense and play man-to-man defense. In college, every time you face an ACC opponent, it, it's, it's different. One team is pressing. The other team is zoning. Some team packs man-to-man. Others stretch out and deny passes in their man-to-man. Uh, so you're, you're constantly seeing different styles. And uh, the veteran players have seen it all. So they're prepared, whereas the younger guys are just learning how to deal with that. How much of an advantage is it for you to have uh, Cam and uh, Sam Warrenberg, uh, Isaiah, that have been in your program, even Anthony Walker, it's his third year in the program now. You have a very specific way of wanting to do things, a Miami way, a Coach L way, but we'll call it the Miami way of doing things. Uh, how much of a help is it to have some veteran players like that that have been in your program? And then I, I, would, have, I would imagine that that has also uh, helped Charlie and, and Jordan Miller. There's no question, Joe, that having veteran players and a lot of their responsibility is to show the younger players and the new guys the Miami way. Like one of the things, and, and I know you know this, that uh, our teaching style is, is different than some coaches. Our motivation style is different. Um, we don't use vulgarity. There's a lot of coaches that curse their kids, swear at them all the time. And it's just their way of teaching and motivating. We never do that. Our, my coaches and I, we try to be very, very positive, uh, very, very upbeat, lots of energy, lots of compliments. One of the things I told ESPN when they asked about the improvement of our, our transfers, I said, well, I sent them video of the way they played at their previous school and sent them their highlights and said, hey, I love how great you played in this particular game. It took all the highlights, all their shots, all their best plays, and said, hey, just play like this. This is who you are. This is how we see you. And it helped their confidence grow that, that we had a tremendous amount of faith in them. And that's what kids need. They need to know that the coaching staff loves their style of play. Uh, to give our audience a little behind the scenes, along the lines of, of you being a teacher, I think every coach would love to have his his uh, players, when they go to class, sit in the front rows uh, in their classroom. Uh, but my point is this, in, in, in your meetings, uh, one, I find that your players are very anxious to get to the meeting, to hear what you have to say, and two, I notice that they do crowd up close to you there are there's I, I know you can only you have a few players so it might be only two or three rows it's not like they're fighting over their seats but they are crowding up toward the front nobody is hiding and you're going to call on them every now and then it seems to me they're very anxious to learn whatever it is that you're going to present to them yeah joe you know we also try to be very entertaining i think a good <laughs> teacher you know tells a story yeah and some of the stories we've told are, are being told through uh, movies. So we've used Cobra Kai, the Karate Kid, a version of that to illustrate one teaching point. We, we used uh, The Last Samurai, 
with Tom Cruise oh, yeah. years ago, and we're talking to the players about visualizing. I mean, there's a lot of different ways to send messages to your players. Uh, and I did that for the guys off the bench. We did all the highlights of all the guys who've come in off the bench this year and showed, showed those guys how good they've been playing. And I think it helps. Guys love compliments. They love to see themselves play well. And now when you, when you have, have YouTube, you can go on there and see highlights of everybody. So uh, uh, Joe Gimble, our video coordinator, has done a great job of putting highlight tapes together. Now, now, now that I think of it, the last Samurai and Karate Kid are undefeated for you. You'll have to bring those, bring those back. <laughs> <laughs> well, we, we like to use the movies. You know I love the movies, Joe. Uh, before we let you go, you got Florida State coming up. We want to see a big crowd there. Uh, interesting, uh, they went to the wire in two of their last three games. Looks like Raekwon Evans has been their finisher. That's the guy they gave the ball to last night, the guy they gave the ball to uh, in our game against them. Uh, he's their probably their oldest player, one of their oldest players, but he's become their finisher. Yeah, he is a point guard, but he's like 6'4", 210 or 20 pounds. He is like a football player out there. He can defend anybody. He's a terrific defender. He's a good rebounder. Uh, and he's good at attacking the basket off the drive, and that's what he did to us, and that's what he did to Duke, and was successful uh, both nights. What, what, what's, what's interesting is what I said earlier about Florida State has just so many guys. They've got a freshman named Matt Cleveland, who I think on many teams would be starting and be the star of the team. I think he might be a one-and-done type guy. He's like six seven, six yeah. eight. He can play the one, two, three, and four. He rebounds. He had a layup against Duke last night where he drove it to his left and finished it over uh, Bancaro and Williams. It was high, high level basketball for a freshman. He, he, uh, they played eleven guys last night. Uh, my last question for you is: uh, you, you played them a week ago. Uh, they seem to have played a specific way defensively. Looked like they were trying to take away a lot of gaps and some of those back doors. What do you take out of the first game, the way they played you, and uh, when do you start incorporating either the same game plan or how much do you change it up? Well, I met with my staff today at noon uh, for a couple of hours to discuss it. And there are some things we felt we did well. There are some things we've learned that we can send those messages to the players by showing them video. Hey, look at this. This is what we did well. Continue to do this. Here's another uh, option that we think can work well uh, and let the players see for themselves. I think once you visualize how you want to attack their defense, uh, your players can execute the plan a little bit better. Well, the work never stops. I know you're recruiting tonight. You're almost in my neck of the woods. I know that. I'm pretty sure I know where you're going. So I, I know that head coach, by the way. Yeah, it it should be a great game. <laughs> All right, coach. I'll see you on uh, Saturday for Miami and Florida State. We got to get that Wasco. It was pretty good last night. I think we can go from good to great on Saturday with the fans. Uh, that would be fantastic. Two p.m. start. 
great way to spend a Saturday afternoon. No, no question about that. All right, congrats on last night's win, and uh, enjoy the high school game tonight, and I'll see you on Saturday. Okay, Joe. Thanks. All right, that's uh, University of Miami head coach Jim Laranega joining us here on the Hurricane Hotline. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry, built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. And with available features like heated seats and a multimedia touchscreen, you can stay connected in comfort and style. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip and agile sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a dependable Corolla built just for you. Plus, both Camrys and Corollas are available in hybrid models. So no matter your style, you can drive efficiently and affordably. And right now, your local Toyota dealer has more vehicles in stock and is making delivery on new vehicles almost every day. So visit your local Toyota dealer. And check out amazing national sales event deals on Camrys, Corollas, and more when you visit buyatoyota.com. Offers end April 1st. Toyota, let's go places.